Egredere ascendimus. Go forth, we are going up. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The three Sundays that precede Ash Wednesday give us a perfect preparation and introduction to the journey that we're undertaking. Two Sundays ago, we heard our Lord inviting us to work in the vineyard, St. Paul challenging us to compete in the contest. Last week, we were reminded that it is only by God's grace that we can do anything, the grace that he so generously scatters as seed in our hearts, which he asks us simply to generously receive. And today, he sets before us more clearly, the path that we are to follow. We heard it first in the first Nocturne of Matins, the invitation addressed to our father Abraham, to go forth from thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house and come into the land that I shall show thee. You may recall that in his third conference, the conference of Abba Papnutius, St. John Cashin, presents this call of Abraham as representing the three renunciations that the monk is called to make. He's asked to go forth from his country, that is from the things of this world, departing from the world, coming to the monastery, to go forth from your kinsfolk, from your former way of life, from your vices that are connected to you, as it were, by consanguinity, or your closest relatives to go out of your father's house, to go out of every vestige of this world. We can understand the whole itinerary of the spiritual life then in these three things that Abraham is called to go out of. Whatever we want to make of Papnusha's interpretation of it, there's no denying that the entirety of the Christian life is a going out a going out of what is familiar and comfortable, a going out from that in which we were born, our Father's house. But we come out of that Father's house only to enter our Father's house. Cashin goes on to point out in Psalm 44, we hear the words, Audi filia vide, listen, O daughter, and see. Turn your ear, forget your people in your Father's house. The bride is told to forget her father's house, but she is addressed as daughter. She is leaving one father's house to come to the true house of the father. And it's good for us to hear this invitation to Abraham in light of Psalm 44. The invitation to leave the father's house is also the invitation to come to the heavenly wedding feast. So we see in our father Abraham what we are called to do, to go out and then to come in into the land that he will show us. But we're given a clearer pattern of that in the gospel as our Lord sets his face to Jerusalem and invites all of us to go up with him to Jerusalem. And he describes quite clearly what it is that's to happen to him there what going out of your country and your kindred and your father's house looks like for him. 
He will be handed over to the Gentiles, and he will be mocked, and he will be laughed at, and he will be spit upon. He dwells a great length on the humiliations of his passion. He talks about the scourging as well, and finally the crucifixion, but he makes it very clear that he will be humbled as far as is possible for a human being to be humbled. That the going up which he is to do is an ascent through humility, as we've just heard in chapter 7 of the Holy Rule. The reason that chapter 7 has the central place that it does is because it is not just about one virtue among others, but it's about the following of Christ. We ascend to heaven by following in his steps. And he marks out those steps for us in today's gospel. But we know that if we follow him in this going out, embracing all of the humiliations that it involves, then we will also follow him into the land that he will show us. And what is that land? Cashman talks about that as well. Once we have gone out from all of these things, then we're able to come in, to come into the contemplation of God. A contemplation which only comes to us if our soul is full of the greatest of all of the gifts, divine charity. That is the promised land, which was depicted for us in such beautiful colors by St. Paul in the epistle of today's Mass. The land of charity. He describes for us the qualities of charity, and he makes it clear that it doesn't consist in particular things that we do. Giving away everything that one has, giving away one's body. Can there be greater charity than that? Our Lord himself said, no one hath greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. But St. Paul wants to make clear that it's not the actions that have value, it's the charity that animates them. And the test of charity is all of the adjectives and verbs that he listed. First of all, patience and kindness and the absence of envy, the absence of seeking the things that are one's own. We can hear chapter 72, let no one follow what seems good for himself, but rather what seems good for another. Not rejoicing in evil, but rejoicing in the truth. Very simple things, things that all of us can nod our heads at, but which we all find very difficult to do day after day. But these are the ways in which we see if we have charity, if we have begun to enter into the promised land. And that is the goal of the journey that we're undertaking in Lent. To be purified of all the things of the old country, the land of slavery, all the things of the house of the father who's not really a father, the prince of this world. We want to be purified from all those things so that we can come into the land, the land of perfect charity. And that is the goal of the journey of Lent, a goal which we will only reach if we go with our Lord and with his mother up to Jerusalem. With the blind man in the gospel, we cry out, knowing that there is no other way to attain grace than simply to cry out, have mercy on me, to make our requests known. God wants to give us his grace this way.
Lord, that I may see. Son of David, have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. Grant that I may see, step by step, the road that you want me to follow, so that I may follow you up to Jerusalem, leaving behind all that might hold me back, so that I can follow you into the Promised Land. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.